0: Welcome back to Coffee with Chris. Um, It's Friday. I am so excited for the weekend. We are um, I think we're moving. So we got to get the house kind of ready. Project's done. So definitely a busy um, but exciting time. And at first I was kind of, I don't know, unsure about um, pulling the trigger to move. I feel that the, the world is kind of not so stable right now. Um, you know, it's a financial move. It's an emotional move. There's just, there's a lot of parts and my whole life. Um, I actually, I can't say that, Uh, somewhere along the line, um, I developed a personality trait, um, that has a very hard time sometimes committing, um, to, to big things And um, I used to when I was younger, kind of just fly by the seat of my pants. But um, I got into a pretty toxic relationship and uh, that experience changed a lot of who I was. And um, I guess um, I have realized that I have commitment issues Um, and it's something that I don't like about myself. Right. I don't like the fact that I have a hard time. Making decisions. Um, I have the whole what they call um, paralysis, anal- analysis, paralysis, right? So when you want to make a decision, you basically don't do anything because you're frozen in analyzing every possible situation, every possible outcome. Um, and you're so stuck in that analyzing phase that you can't make a decision left or right. So you just kind of stay where you're at, you're paralyzed. And um, I-, I just, I don't want that quality. Right. I, I I want to be able to be confident in my decisions. I want to be able to make decisions quickly. Um, I want to be able to not be this way. Right. It's a it's a character trait that I don't like. Um, and I think sometimes we get so caught up in like who we are and we just accept it, you know, and, and I hear the statement, you know, I am who I am. Um, A lot. And I see the kind of culture being pushed out from the self-love people of. um, You know, to love yourself, you don't need to change. And it's like I made a post today and and I know know it probably will offend some people, um, but basically I said that 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 mindset is weak. I believe that that is truly a very weak mindset um, for somebody just to say, well, I am who I am, you know, I think we all have character traits that we're not so proud of or that we don't like. But if we don't like them, we have the ability to change them. If you are messy and disorganized and you crave organization and, and, and you're envious of those who are organized, why are you staying disorganized? You can literally change that. You know, and it's in, you know same with fitness. If you're envious of the people that go to the beach and wear a swimsuit without any sort of self-doubt. Or look in the mirror and they're confident, you know, or they they successfully lost 50 pounds and you're like, oh, my gosh, I hate that I can't stay consistent with a diet. I hate that I I haven't put the hard work in. You, you, you're the one that can change that. You are the one that can change that. So for the people out there that have dreams and goals and desires, but they settle with the whole I am who I am and I'm just going to love who I am. I think that's weak. There's a difference between you know, being happy with what you have and wanting more. I think that's where we get misconstrued. It's, it's like, so dichotomous. It's where, you know, people think that in order to be happy with where you're at, you have to settle or if you want more, somehow that means you're some, you're just not happy with what you have. You know, you can be happy with what you have and want more for yourself in, in whatever category that may be. Um, and so I think it is important for us to understand that if we want to grow and if we want to change, we have to acknowledge, you know, the the, the problems. You know, we have to acknowledge um, where, where our weaknesses are. And it is only when we can recognize them that we can change them. Um, and it might be messy. You know, mine's definitely going to have to just... You know, I'm just gonna have to start making those decisions, um, because at the end of the day, when we get so caught up in the what ifs and the future, and and what, it, we we have no idea, we have no idea what's gonna happen in the future. If anything, I don't think any of us thought we'd be in the situation that we were in in 2020. You know, and so why plan so hard for the future, um, and, and get worried about things that that really you you have no control over? And that's that's my thing is that control issue. And then not knowing what's going to happen. And so at the end of the day, I'm just going to have to learn how to make decisions, make these decisions. And then, you know, there will be consequences left or right, whether they're good or bad, you know, and, and that's just what I'm going to have to do. Um, But something that I learned in my life um, is that you have to be okay with letting parts of yourself go. Um, Part of the post- that I made, it said, we cannot become what we want by remaining what we are. And that's a quote from Max Dupree. We cannot become what we want by remaining what we are. I see this a lot. Um, and I went through it myself. You know, I see this a lot with, with, with my clients in fitness. Um, and you know, they, they, they finally get so sick and tired of the fad diets and the quick fixes that they come to meet for help, you know, and, 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 in the beginning, some clients, the ones who I find that that don't do as well and or fail and quit altogether are the ones that are so unwilling to let go of their existing habits and their existing lifestyle. And I get that. It's scary. I remember when I first started, I um, all the friends that I hung out with, you know, we would go boating and we would go camping and we we would do a lot of like fun things. And I didn't want to give that up. I didn't want to give up taking shots on the boat every, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. and pretty much just, you know, getting wasted on the boat every weekend for some. I just now it seems weird that I don't want to give that up or that I didn't want to give that up. But I remember at the time I was like, I don't want to give up the fun. <laughs> you know, I felt like becoming this fit person would be the most boring, awful thing in the world. But I I was I wanted it. I wanted to be fit. I wanted to lose weight. I was sick and tired of, of just looking chubby and fat. I just, I didn't like it. I was, I was done with it. Um, and I had had fitness goals for years and I just, I could never seem to get myself to, to lose the weight. You know, I would do the detox pills. And if you know my story, you know, this, um, you know, detox pills, waist trainers, and, you know, um, Hydroxy cut. I would go to Target and like go to the weight loss section and buy all the freaking diet pills I could find. And I would try the green tea and, you know, I did keto. I, I tried it all. I tried all of these fun, sexy quick fixes that you see on the internet and that your best friend does and all of the stuff done there, you know, but it's like nothing stuck. And it's because I was so unwilling to give up the person that I was to become s- something else, to become what I wanted to become. Because at the end of the day, someone who is healthy and fit, they're not getting hammered all the time. You know, they're not going to Taco Bell all the time. Another thing that I didn't want to give up. They are not sleeping until noon and staying up till midnight or later. They're not going partying all the time. They're more disciplined. You know, the person that I was, this kind of lazy, YOLO, um, young person who just kind of flew by the seat of her pants and was not successful, had a really bad relationship uh relied on validation from others, um, lacked self-confidence, just tons of health problems, not happy. Uh, my mindset was literally, um, you know, you, you pay bills and then you die. But so I might you know, you might as well have fun along the way. I, I, I had I felt like I had no control over my life and that all the things that were happening to me was just the hand that I was dealt. You know, but I see these people who who changed their life and they they, they became successful or they are successful. You know these confident women, these business owners, these relationships that just seemed unreal—friendships, connections, financial success. I saw people who had it, and I'm just like that. That's who. I, that's who I want to be. I want to wake up early and make myself a cup of coffee and read a book and journal, and not get hammered and wasted all the time, and and have friends that were very um, just. Interested in the wrong things in life, you know, things that I wasn't interested in, like, you know, materialistic things and and not strong connections. And I wanted something different. And I think for so long I held myself back because I was I was afraid of giving that person up because when you're in it, you know, when when you're in it, when it's you and and it's it, it's it's really hard to explain. But, you know, like the 10 year old 10 years ago, old me, you know, when I was 20 to 20, I just that girl. I didn't I didn't want to give that up, I guess, because I didn't know. And the reason why is I did. I thought it'd be boring. Like I said earlier, I thought I have to give all this stuff up. And now when I look back. I'm like, dang, girl, you should have started way earlier because who I am today, what I've become today by shedding all of those old things that I didn't like about myself and shedding bad habits and working to become the person that I am today. I look back and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you didn't lose anything. You gained everything. I gained a positive outlook on life. I gained the most amazing husband that I could ever have dreamed of. I, I gained financial success. I gained the confidence that I've always wanted. I've gained this lifestyle that I love that makes me feel good. I've gained the ability to really follow my dreams and and, and, and do what I, I've started a podcast that I, I wanted to do. I just did it right. I, I started my own business. I now help people. I create connections. I learn new things. I, I jumped into, you know, I just bought a piano because I wanted to learn. And and now it's one of my favorite things to do. You know, I I get up early. I go to bed early. I take care of my body. I'm healthy. I don't take prescription drugs anymore. Um, You know, for hypertension, blood pressure, cholesterol, and all of the thyroid. I mean, I took... I spent like $200 a month on prescription pills because I was so unhealthy, you know, and that girl didn't want to give that up because what fitness is expensive because gym memberships cost $50 a month. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes we get in our heads about how hard something must be and what we have to give up. But in reality, I think we are just making excuses to stay where we're at because change is scary. Change is really scary. And the unknown is really scary. You know, because most most of us are, are comfortable, you know, with where we're at, you know, I'm alive, I'm breathing, I got a job, how I eat clearly is fine now, you know, but the average kind of getting on sidetracked here. But, you know, what I see from clients is they finally get so sick and tired of where they're at. And so they come to me for help fitness wise and I see diets and I know my diet and, you know, people wonder why heart disease is the number one killer and diabetes and, and all of this these things that that Americans are now these diseases and it's like your, your actions right now may not be impacting you all that much, but what happens when you're 40, 50, 60, and now your health problems are unmanageable and now your, your health bills are, are, you know, because that's a big thing that holds people back is they think that it's just too expensive and that's baloney. That's baloney health, being healthy, committing, yourself to a healthier lifestyle is not expensive what is expensive is insulin for diabetes type 2 which is very manageable I have multiple clients who have we have successfully reversed their type 2 diabetes they don't need insulin any longer or at all and it was through a healthy lifestyle so they had a diagnosis that would have costed them a lot of money and again most Americans, You're on some, we're on some sort of prescription pills. Is it easier? I also would disagree. Is it easier having, having, I, I, I can't imagine it would be easier having your blood sugar crash and tank and up and down and you have to take medicine and you can't afford it. And, you know, you have to stick yourself with a needle. Like I, I. Know that there are some things out there. I'm talking about type two diabetes, guys. I don't want people to get all pissy with me. The world can be so sensitive. I'm talking about things that can be controlled. And there are things out there that cannot be controlled, right? People get sick for no reason. That happens. I am talking about the control that you have over your life, over your health, and that the excuses that we make. The things that we don't want to give up, they're in your control. The ball is in your court. And I'm telling you right now, if you are afraid of taking a step, whether it's you want to become a better wife, a better husband, a better athlete, healthier, a more devout Christian, whatever it is that you have in your mind that you want to be that you are not. You need to make a list. You need to write it down. You need to figure out what qualities does that person I want to be have? What what do they do? And most successful people, they get up early, they go to bed early, they prioritize water, they prioritize movement and exercise, they prioritize time to get their things done in the day so that they can go to the gym. They prioritize family and friends and quality relationships, not toxic ones, quality ones. I have had two instances in my life where every single person I knew and was friends with. I no longer have those connections. And as much as sometimes I do feel a little lonely. And miss connections. I, I look back and the connections that I had. They were not. Um. I don't want to say quality. They weren't, they weren't, um, the words escaping me, but they weren't, they weren't real. They were based on me being that person. And if I no longer hosted parties and was the drunk one and had all the fun, you know, the friends didn't want to, they didn't want to hang around me. They weren't, it wasn't genuine. It wasn't for me. It was for what I could provide or just another body at a party or provide the party. And is it scary sometimes doing a 180 and and changing who you hang out with? Yeah, I've done it twice in my life. In high school, after high school, I kind of got involved with a crowd um, whom the people I love, and they're great, and I would never say anything bad about them. But our lifestyles were going in different directions. You know, they say that, that you are the sum of the five people you hang around with the most. That's true. And I think some people... You know, it's like hard to give that up, but it's like if your friends or your family don't support your your dreams and your goals, if, if you try to get fit and your best friends like why are you trying to do that? That's lame. And you're trying to take care of your health. Are you kidding me? That's my best friend. She just doesn't want you to get better because she's in a shitty situation and she's not rooting for you. She's not going to cheer you on. That's bullshit. You don't need that friend. You know, I, I see that with spouses. And if, if you have a hard time with your spouse, I did make a podcast. Um, about spouses not being supportive, I highly recommend going to listen to it. And clearly, it doesn't say like you know, divorce your spouse because <laughs> clearly, just listen to it. I promise, it's more than that. <laughs> um, you know, the, the people you work with, you hang around the crowd, the happy hour crowd, and you know, after work, you guys go get drinks because you just want to be involved with a happy hour. And and everyone is just always bitching and complaining and not trying to move forward in life or be good, positive people. If they're just, Oh, I, I remember doing that too. I'd go out a happy hour and dang, like I found myself becoming just more complainy because I was around people who always complain. And so I don't want that. I don't want to go to a job I hate just to go get drunk after with a bunch of people who hate their jobs, just so we can talk bad about our jobs. No, I want to go out with people, have some coffee. We don't need to get drunk and talk about, Hey, what are your dreams? Where do you want to go in life? how, how, you know, let's brainstorm. I, you know, if you want something different for your life, you have to implement changes. And the changes that I implemented were the people that I hung around with the books, the movies, everything that I put in my head, right. Instead of watching the bachelorette drama show, maybe start watching shark tank, you know, maybe don't watch at all and start reading, but instead of reading the romance novels, read books, like, Uh, Tool of Titans by Tim Ferriss, you know, Switch on Your Brain by Dr. Caroline Leaf, Mindset by Carol S. Dweck. There's there's so many books out there that can actually benefit you. And change the way and help you, you know, promote the changes that you want in your life. Instead of sleeping in, get up at 5 a.m. and go to the gym. Instead of sitting on the couch or the office room during lunch, eat your lunch, but then go for a walk. Start listening to podcasts. Find people that you feel that you admire. And I am do not choose people who have things right. You know, nice house, nice cars, nice, whatever, unless that's literally your goal in life. Then, yeah, find people who have them and figure out what they did to get them and go for it. I'm not going to tell you what goals are right and wrong. Like, but for me, it's always It's always been more beneficial if it's more than that. You know, why do you want to get fit? Oh, well, I want a six pack. I want to look sexy. Okay, well, dig a little deeper. You know, because what are you actually looking for? Well, I want to look sexy because you know, I want, I want, I want to find a a boyfriend or a husband or whatever. Okay, what kind of husband do you want? Well, I want him to be loving and kind and caring. Okay, well, are abs going to attract a loving, kind, caring man? Maybe, but probably not. It'll just attract men in general. You know, so it's like we sometimes have to really hone in on what our goals are and why. And sometimes when you figure out, oh, well, I just want to be a person who likes what they see in the mirror. OK, now we're getting somewhere. I want to be a person who doesn't have to go to the target dressing rooms and change and try on clothes and be disgusted by what I see in the mirror. Target's lighting is really bad, by the way. That's why I brought that up. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, wh- why do you want to be different? And-, and what actions do you need to take to get there? Because wanting more of your life isn't bad. Wanting to be a better person isn't bad. The self-love culture is getting real twisted, real twisted. And it's making people, and I'm going to say it, it's making people weak and it's making people unsuccessful and it's making people unhappy because humans are meant to grow and evolve. Our relationships, everything Right. If you think about where we were, you know, 150 years ago and where we are now. It's it's OK to grow and evolve and it's OK to grow out of toxic friendships. It's OK to grow out of toxic family members. You know, that's the same thing. Oh, well, it's family. You know, I don't care if your brother, mother, sister, aunt, uncle doesn't support you when you want to be better and do something different with your life. Again, I'm not about cancel culture. You don't need to cancel them out of your life, but you need to have a discussion with them. You know, you need to say, hey, this is I, I'm, I'm here to change my life, you know, get fit. You always have an aunt or uncle or brother or sister or friend, you know, when you're trying to get fit and, you know, they they, they kind of give you a hard time. Don't don't take them aside in front of everyone if that's what they're going to do and kind of poke fun at you. You say, do, do you are you truly not going to support me in my fitness goals when I'm trying to get healthier? You know, maybe you, maybe you're trying to get off a medication. Do you not support me becoming a healthier person? Just straight up ask them. You're going to put someone on the spot and it's going to make them feel like a dick because most people want that. Most people want some sort of health in their life. I think that's like a, you know, a craving that every human has because it's just, I think a natural instinct, you know, to keep ourselves alive, to keep ourselves healthy and happy I think a lot of us don't realize how awful we feel until we actually start a fitness journey. The bloating, the headaches, the cramps, the muscle, the, the the aches, the pains, the depression, the anxiety. You know, all we want to do is go get a pill for it. You know, but you right now, let's say you're, you 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 don't take care of your diet. You don't drink water. You drink a lot of alcohol. You eat out a lot. You know, you have no um, exercise routine. You don't walk during the day. You kind of just don't do what humans are made to do. And yet you have all these ails. What do you do? You go, you call your doctor. You can call your doctor. No, they'll fix it. And they give you a pill, a pill that has a laundry list of other ramifications. But that's okay because it takes care of this problem right now. Well, guess what? In seven months, you have to up your dose because your body will adapt to that amount. And then you have to adopt your dose. And now you're at a point where there's almost no turning back. And it's like. As humans, we have to remember that the basics work eating right, moving, going to the gym, waking up at a decent time, going to bed at a decent time, focusing on sleep, focusing on our mindset. You can do a, a miracles with our lives. Depression, anxiety. Again, I have made the list and I, I think I've made my point. It's what do you want to be? Who do you want to be? And if that's exactly who you are now, then that's great. I will never stop wanting to evolve. I've reached a point that I thought I'd never get to in my life of how happy I am with who I am, what I stand for, the accomplishments I've made, but I'm not done. I still want to help so many more people. I still want to build my business even bigger. I still want to learn how to be a better wife. I want to learn how to be a better Christian. I want to be a better person every single day. So this idea in my head of what do I have to let go of right now to become the person I want to be? It's never ending. You know, so quit focusing on losing 30 pounds learn how to lose one pound and then keep doing those things that you lost that one pound. Keep doing them. Just keep doing those small things. And eventually you will lose those 30 pounds. You want to save $10,000? Start by saving, you know, $100 a week and keep doing that. Don't focus on your bank account being at a thousand. Focus it on the small increments. These small changes you can make in your life will eventually compound to be, and you'll, you'll reach these goals. You'll be that person you want to be but you have to remember it doesn't happen overnight. You have to remember that it is almost like a lifelong project, but what, you know, we spend our lives working for the man, you know, someone else, right. We, we spend our lives doing that. We're, we're exchanging time for money for that particular project. You know, you like your body, your mind, your spiritual, mental, emotional, physical health should be a lifelong project. And remember that the skin that you have to shed, the habits that you have to shed, the people you may have to shed, the things you may have to shed right now, it may seem daunting and it may seem like you don't want to give those things up. You probably want to hold onto it for dear life because change is scary and you are focused on what you have to give up. Start shifting your mindset on not the things that you have to give up. But what do you have to gain? Make a list of the things that you have to gain. And that's what you should be focused on. Because if you focus on the things that you have to gain, these changes and the things you have to give up suddenly are not so scary. And I promise you that if these are goals and dreams that you have had for years. Right. Whether it's fitness goal, a career change goal, school goal, whatever it is, and you've, it's and you been on your mind for years and years and years and you just haven't reached it. Imagine what it would be like to reach it. You know, just um, sometimes it's hard. It's hard. But imagine being that person. And and imagine it every single day while doing the things you have to do to get there. Stop focusing on who you are right now and what you have to lose. Focus on who you want to be and what you have to gain. And that's my message for today. It's I'm I'm not done. I will never be done, but That quote stuck with me and has stuck with me because it truly is such a monumental shift when you can understand that it's okay to give up parts of you to grow. And for those of you that think that this message could help someone else, if it helped you, um, please share it um, with friends and family as a small business. And that's the number one thing you can do if you have other friends who have small businesses you know, share their products, share their stories, share their, you know, social media. That's the best way that we can support our local businesses right now. Um, I always appreciate it. And I love hearing from you guys. If there's ever anything that you want to chat about, I am an open book. Um, my Coffee with Chris podcast, Instagram, or my um, business Instagram, Chris Lift. um, I'm here for you guys. I never say things to hurt feelings, but I do think that people need to be more blunt when it comes to some of this stuff. It does take work. You know, if you could be a successful person that you wanted to be tomorrow by snapping your fingers, we'd all be there, but it wouldn't make it worth anything, right? When we have to work hard for something, that end goal is that victory is just so much sweeter. So don't be afraid of hard work. Don't be afraid to change. Don't be afraid to be the person you want to be and outgrow the things that don't suit you any longer.